0: Friends are degenerate, but I
1: never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not this time for saving. An overplay by Allen. He comes up with a defensive jam. He goes all the way. Up oh, my.
0: And one. Oh, my. And he's flexing on him. He's flexing for the ground. 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Aubrey's
1: going to win the football game. Gonzaga has time to do something. Sox for the win. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're listening to the Bet the Juice Podcast with your hosts, Cody Mitchell and Connor Holliday. We are back. Bet the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holliday. Here. Week one is officially upon us, Connor Holliday. We had a four play for week zero. Thursday, and tonight there's some action here, but tomorrow is week one of the college football season. Yes. Yes. Um, it is. It how, is time. How hard are you right now? Then he pulls out, and and it's just hard. That's just, This is you. I am this way for the Monday of opening of college basketball season every single year, and I am just – This I is my not, life. This I, is our life.
0: I do not condone – some of the drops that you are about to have, just want to preface that now, for anybody listening.
1: I mean, we have the little E next sort our of thing. We can play with it, basically whatever we want.
0: I know, but I literally have no control over. No, it. you
1: don't. I'm no. the producer. I'm the host. Um, this is bullshit. Because we fired Jimmy a long time ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the for the real OGs <laughs> out there, and remember that.
0: Oh God! <laughs> remember our I... producer. Oh my God! Uh,
1: Carter, Connor, there were some games last night, week one. Um, I'm just going to kind of open the board because we're not going to spend all day on it, but just cause they weren't really marquee matchups. What was something that caught your eye like right off the bat? Uh,
0: how right I was about Florida. I mean, my God, like Graham Mertz did not look good last night. Like uh, granted, I will say Utah got a lot of pressure on him. They were making his life hell, but Like, seeing what a lot of people were, like, tweeting out, like, during the game, it was people saying, like, it was Wisconsin people saying, like, we have been seeing this for all this time. Like, did you really think that when he went to a different school it was going to change? Like, I kind of saw through that. And, I mean, kind of point proven last night. No Cam Rising, like... (laughs) I feel I felt bad and you can attest to this Thursday. I was like, I hope anybody that listened to me saying bet Utah minus the six and a half changed their mind once Cam Rising was announced out. Well, I hope that you didn't and you actually did bet it blindly because obviously Utah got the cover. Barnes was looking good. Obviously, you get a lot of help when your first play from scrimmage. Is a seventy-yard pass to Money Parks, but he looked like he was in pretty good control. Like, obviously, if Cam's out for an extended period, like, I feel a lot better than when I was watching him in the Rose Bowl. Like, you obviously knew what I had riding in that Rose Bowl on that over, Mm -hmm. because if just to so people know, I had two parlays that were each over two hundred dollars that had uh the over in that rose bowl as the last leg too as as the last leg well one of them did have (laughs) georgia money line in the national championship that is true (laughs) which damn it, if i didn't i should have bet to the spread because then i wouldn't have had to sweat either way but uh yeah it was the last leg thankfully barnes drove them down the field i think with like only a couple minutes left and ended up getting the touchdown to get that over. But still, like, feel a lot better about Utah with Barnes in there. But, I mean, Florida just flat out did not look good.
1: No, not at all. I mean, uh, Barnes looked like calm, cool, and collected. Was not rattled. Was not shy at the moment by any Granted, means. Granted, I
0: do feel like there were sometimes that they switched the quarterbacks. I know, uh, God damn it. I, Armstrong. Yeah. Ar- Is it Armstrong? I thought it was a different name.
1: Why am I thinking? Sure? Maybe because I watched no every Nate sev- every second of the NC State game. Yeah,
0: no Nate Johnson. Like he did have the thirty-yard uh, touchdown run, but there were I felt like there were times that they had so much momentum going with Barnes, and then they would go to Johnson, and it would kind of kill any momentum. But even at the same time, like there were times that uh, Utah had some misses that could have made the score even. Uh, bigger, I know uh, there was uh, the Devon Vell uh, pass that he just missed Bernard that should have been like a walk-in touchdown. Uh, and I think they had to settle for a field goal there. Also, very bizarre and really kind of had me worried that when Florida randomly decided to go for a two after scoring the touchdown, when there was absolutely no reason to... Maybe it was one of those things that, like, analytics say go for two, even though there's absolutely... No, there's not. No, it feels like when I got fucked by the... uh, Eagles. Yes.
1: For that, like, Carson Wentz two-point conversion, that was random. That was the
0: dumbest thing ever. But, yeah, either way, feel good about Utah. Defensive front looked very, very well. Uh, Yeah, and I think it's going to be a very, very long season for Florida.
1: Yeah, I think... Mertz is going to lose his job at some point. Jack Miller is going to get playing
0: time. I mean, the, the the weird thing is when you look at it, 31 for 44, 333 yards. The average was 7.6, one touchdown, one INT, and a QBR of 30.4. Just not good. And also, they could not run the ball to save their life. Like it, Utah did a good job of like, all right, you're going to Mertz is going to have to win this game. We're not going to let, uh, Etienne or Wilson or Johnson tear us up. Like Mertz is going to have to do it.
1: Yeah. And he did not, I think firmly Billy Napier, if he wasn't already is definitely on the hot seat right now. And I, this mean, I yeah. he
0: was to begin the yeah, season. I would be
1: shocked if he makes it, I mean, he might make it through the year, but he's, I would be shocked if he is the coach for the Gators in 2024. Um, a game I had a lot of eyes on, NC State, UConn. NC State doesn't cover, 24-14. But I will say, Brandon Armstrong looked like the Brandon Armstrong that we saw in his junior season at Virginia. Mm-hmm. He was moving around. He was throwing the ball around. His receivers gave him no help. No, I don't remember how many drops there were like uh, stat-wise. So many. But every time. And there were drops that were like crucial when the guys were wide up. The cover basically lost. Yeah, because, of the there, drop ball.
0: yeah, there was the, uh, I think it was like third and seven, third and eight, the wide receiver wide open, hits him right in the hands, deflects off, and like they were driving, they could have easily gotten the cover there, like, it, like, I tailed this with you, and like oh, this wasn't an official play on here. Oh, it wasn't? No. Oh, okay well then i guess something it, just between us but i did lose this bet yeah i did Not gonna, it. Gonna own up yeah to it. I, we'll we'll both own up to it It just i mean they're i bet it again like you like even the touchdown the the long run like that that's a very fluky run Dude, that,
1: that kid victor rosa is a dog yeah,
0: yeah absolutely but yeah as far as brendan like the passing stats like Weren't there because there were so many damn drops still ends up being 17 for 26 for 155 yards but that but what was really effective was his running like 19 carries for 96 yards an average of 5.1 and had the two touchdowns so like that was the good sign was he was still able to find a way even though his wide receivers were kind of letting him down so Definitely something to monitor and something that for NC State to hit like you and I both or you had the win total in our episode, didn't you The over? Yes. Yeah. So I also have the over because I mean, this is our team, but like, that's something that really needs to improve and kind of improve fast.
1: Yeah, and UConn's legit. Le- UConn, I mean, like, legit legit. Like, they're, yeah. they're probably going to go to a bowl. Yeah, I mean... They're never, not going to be an easy out by any means.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next game that I want to hit up, uh, Minnesota 13, Nebraska the 10. The
1: under was never in question. 43-and-a-half, 3-nothing at halftime felt amazing.
0: I mean, I feel, I feel so bad for Nebraska fans. Y'all have been absolutely threw it to like and how that game ended the daniel jackson uh 13 yard touchdown catch with 232 left uh then on your final drive what was it i'm trying to pull up the stats oh yeah uh yeah you start driving you get all the way to the 50 with uh what was it like a couple minutes left and Sims throws a pick. Uh, Minnesota's then able to take the ball a little bit down the field, kick the game-winning field goal, and the never-ending trend over the last couple years of Nebraska losing one-score games continues even with a new coach.
1: Yeah, and like we kind of said, it's probably going to take a little bit for before Matt Rule kind of gets, like we. I think I said. He, I mean,
0: he, it, it's always, it, it, with Rule, there's never really been, like, a quick turnaround. No. It's taken time.
1: He is more focused on instilling the culture of the exactly. program than getting exactly. wins early on. Which but I'm not gonna col- question but, that.
0: But the culture of losing in one score games is still there.
1: Yes, and it's still alive and well. But
0: like as far as like what happened during the game, like Sims showed his flashes, like he always does. The three picks, very bad. Especially one of them. Being in the end zone, it just, there was so much, I was on the seven and a half, but there were so many times that I'm like, Nebraska's gonna win this game, and for, uh, on the flip side, for Minnesota, Calica Minus, uh, took him a little bit to get going, but, I mean, dude's an absolute gunslinger, seemed like... (laughs) it it was so weird to watch Minnesota and to think that that whole game they only rushed for 55 yards but transition was there defense still looks very very good that secondary is so damn good like the it, it sucks being in the west where you don't where your secondary like is good but you don't have to really worry about any passing threats but, like, you do have the matchup against Ohio State. I'm very interested to see how the secondary does in that game.
1: Um, real quick, we'll just real real fast, because, I, I mean, people were listening to this episode definitely for the picks. Mm-hmm. But um, Kent State bad. Very bad. They're bad. Very UCF bad. 56, Kent State 6. The minus 35 was never a sweat. Um, John Rice Plumlee still can't throw the football. Electric running the ball.
0: One of the best athletes in college football. Bro Jackson. I don't know if that name's that how that nickname's gonna stick.
1: No, probably not. Um, I can't remember the kid's name from Kent, the quarterback. But oh god, I can't. I will tell you right now, that was so fun to watch him play football. He's not good, but man, did he? He had at least take 12. Forty yard shots. Oh yeah, and they all went out of bounds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was like he would load up and be like, "Oh god," and then it's literally out of bounds.
0: God damn it! I cannot think about the think of the name of the quarterback that Ohio State had the year that Braxton was a freshman. Kenny Guyton? No, not Kenny Guyton. No, when Braxton Miller was a freshman. Did yeah. He start? Yeah. He Antonio No, 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 no. That no, was no. way back. No, God, I cannot think about him. But he literally like. There's always the joke amongst Ohio State fans, like his...
1: Oh, Joe Bowserman.
0: Yes. Yes. Bowserman. Like, just launching them out way out of bounds and shit like that. Uh, one more quick hit. Uh, Arizona State 24, Southern Utah 21. Uh, What the fuck?
1: Yeah, um, I looked at Rashada's numbers. They didn't really look that bad. It seemed to be like the defense didn't play that well he did have a punt return touchdown southern utah did so it's kind of a flukier one so i really gave up 14 points. yeah
0: just like looking at the stats 18 for 31 uh 236 two touchdowns qbr kind of low but that's just because of what the completion percentage was and... and he's
1: a he's a freshman he's a true freshman yeah so i mean i'll give him a break his first drive was really good it was like four oh, yeah. four. let him down there and scored a touchdown but Again, Arizona State had a lot of moving pieces. They're kind of like Colorado, the Pac oh, Colorado. I have Colorado associated with the Big 12 now. They're both in the Pac 12. They're kind of the same, but
0: I mean, they're go- both going to be in the Big 12, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we already covered God, yeah. yeah. And then obviously freaking what was it today that was announced? Cal, Stanford, SMU in the ACC. Yeah. It's a wild one.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, dude, you know who I'm really starting to feel bad for is Wazzu. What,
1: what is the why did the ACC not want them? I don't know, unless they're trying. There's talks. About- I,
0: I think, I think what what should happen to make the everything right. The SEC needs to take Oregon State and Washington State, to, so that every single conference has taken teams from the Pac-12. <laughs> <'cause> yeah, <laughs> SEC is the only school that hasn't taken or taken any yeah. of the Pac-12 schools.
1: I do feel like that's actually not like. A I almost thing. feel like, yeah.
0: it, if anything, it seems like the Big Ten would be the right move because you already have the built-in like the the rivals with Oregon and Washington. So I don't know. I'm really starting to feel bad for them, especially like Wazoo's. Uh, I think either AD or President has been just saying like how bad it's going to be if they're not in a power five conference
1: yeah i mean i, I follow i have a lot of followers from and people i follow from oregon state because i've been riding this team all off season there's a lot of talk about like the top of the mountain west and the top of the american and those two schools kind of forming a, a conference and trying to make it like a power five but i don't know uh, I don't uh, honestly
0: honestly like the word power five
1: is about to be dead yeah it's power four yeah, so I don't want to talk about that, Connor. Okay. There's we have some games this weekend. I know. So it's yeah, to let's pick let's tomorrow. talk about it. Number ninety-nine of the defense. After he tackled the
0: quarterback, he's giving them business down there. You know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. The
1: work week is almost over. Sit back, relax, and get in on the action and enhance your game day experience. It's time for The Bet, the Juice Podcast College Football Picks of the Week. All right, week one, college football season. Not a ton of marquee games. We do have a couple we're going to touch on here. Let's start, Connor. North Carolina, South Carolina. North Carolina opens as a a two-and-a-half point favorite. Over-under set at 63-and-a-half all Day, I want you to take it away.
0: So, just like when I was breaking this game down, I mean, biggest matchup, in my opinion, is obviously how this UNC defense is going to do. Obviously, finishing bottom 100 in defense in a lot of categories, and that secondary is completely turned over. Uh, they're going to be asking a lot of transfers to have to immediately start uh, and like it's like how are they gonna do against Johnny Wilson? And now, adding Ke- Keenan or Keon Coleman, you have Jaheim Bell, you have all these damn weapons. Like, how is that? Or I'm doing the wrong fucking team. I apologize. I was just talking about. Oh, you're jumping on Florida State. I know. Early. Holy shit. Uh, okay. Back to what I was saying.
1: <laughs> I mean, you are wearing that Florida State T-shirt. I know. I know I, you're I'm dying ju- to I'm, talk about this. I'm ready
0: to talk about it. Okay. So we're talking about South Carolina. It's the other maroon team, you doofus. Um, but at the same time, like South Carolina's offense really started to hit its stride at the end of the season. We finally saw the Spencer Rattler kind of that we saw at Oklahoma. They still have Juice Wells, they still have plenty of weapons in that wide receiver room. It how like how will UNC be able to get uh any stops? Obviously, like for me though. Biggest X factor. I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but it's Devontae Walker's eligibility. Like this is, we're still on eligibility watch for him. If you don't know who he is, the Kent State wide receiver who was high valued, uh, target in the transfer portal, transferred back to uh, or transferred to UNC. He's from Charlotte. They tried to get a, cl- a waiver by the uh, NCAA to allow him to play, even though he has transferred technically twice so far it has been denied. But if somehow before the clock strikes midnight, if they are able to get him eligible somehow, some way like the NCAA actually does something right. It is a big game changer, but from everything that I've read from UNC boards, it does not look like it's going to happen. So for me, I'm taking South Carolina plus the two and a half, and I am also putting it on the money line.
1: A lot of turnover from South Carolina, a team that had vibes just through the roof towards the end of last season when they beat Clemson and Tennessee. I was super surprised to see how like many players left. Like, I thought like Shane Beamer had something he could build off there, but man, dude, I again, I'm gonna piggyback off you. Like, I don't. How am I supposed to trust this? Gene Chiswick defense of North Carolina. I don't know. How- like what is it? It's full of it's full of four and five stars, and they still just cannot they're they're in shootouts every single week. They're giving up fifty points while they're scoring fifty five to forty five. So like right in the middle there, win or lose. Obviously, Drake May is probably the second best quarterback in college football yeah. by a lot of standards. Yeah. But I can't back them. It's just something I'm not gonna lock any lock this up or anything, but if I was gonna lean anywhere, either way, I'm taking South Carolina. Y-
0: and if you want to, FanDuel currently has some profit boosts for this game.
1: Yeah, at you're- that point, take the money line though and boost the money line mm-hmm. at that point. Exactly, like two and a half. Screw it. It's a you're. Oh, it's not three. If it yeah. was three, I would say the other way. But no. All right.
0: Now to the matchup we really want to talk
1: where, about. Where where Connor wants to go? The game of the week by far, Sunday, seven thirty in Orlando. LSU, Florida State, LSU, two-and-a-half point favorite, over-under, set at 56-and-a-half. I'm, I'm giving it to you, man. You I know. You want to talk about this All so right.
0: much. So, as I was trying to talk about in the other breakdown, this biggest matchup comes down to the FSU wide receivers versus that LSU secondary. Kind of like UNC, LSU secondary went uh, through a lot of changes. They are asking a lot of transfers that are going to be have to be immediate starters and like i said before in the wrong breakdown how will this secondary like obviously deuce chestnut all the transfers that they got in were high like targets in the transfer portal so they have talent but i mean johnny wilson was a breakout star last season keon coleman was one of the best wide receivers, not named Marvin Harrison or Mecca Abuka in the Big Ten. He's gonna be an immediate impact. You have Jaheem Bell, who was an absolute beast at South Carolina. Oh, and uh Jordan Travis is the quarterback who just keeps getting better and better. So I mean, like that's a big ask for these guys to immediately have to Have this continuity against this kind of talent. Uh, Other like little X factor. I know there have been a lot of people talking about this LSU uh, offensive line. This is an offensive line that does return like I'm pretty sure all of its starters. If I remember correctly, but like last season, Jaden Daniels got hit. A lot there I think he was tied for the third most sacks in the nation last season if this Florida State defensive front can get pressure like I think that they can you have a top five top 10 pick probably now in Jared Verse coming off the edge who wrecked this game last season obviously with the blocked extra point that ended up winning the game so I don't know what like this I'm riding with my heart but at the same time this could go 50 50 could be a coin toss but god damn it I'm riding with my knolls
1: Connor holiday I mean you've been preaching about it for I would say I mean honestly Whoa. it was probably weeks after the national championship game last year you started talking about this bet or looking at maybe betting Florida State to win the national title so I'm I mean not the, gonna...
0: the the national championship bet has been in so I mean it's just like everything that they are bringing back went into the portal and got some dudes he like it's hard to have uh success in the transfer portal year in year out just ask Nick Saban about that but you know who has had success is Mike Norvell. Like, was able to get Jermaine Johnson out of the portal. First round pick. Get Jared Verse in the portal. Probably first round pick. Got Johnny Wilson in the portal. Absolute dog. And like, Johnny Wilson, Jordan Travis, Jared Verse, all these guys could have gotten drafted last year and they chose to come back for one more season. This team has. Like high aspirations this season. And I think this is when I get where it gets started. I know there might not be much of a home field advantage in Orlando, but still, I think Florida State comes out with the win.
1: I want no part of either side of this game. I'm definitely going to be betting like some prop and then just kind of watching and enjoying this. I think a slight lean for me would be LSU because I trust Brian Kelly more than Mike Norvell. (laughs) But I, it's not a lot. I do. I'm really interested to see, like, if Jaden Daniels developed any, any as a passer, because obviously his running abilities through the roof. But all of last year, if his first read wasn't there, he took off, mm-hmm. and he's obviously a like phenomenal runner, and he is awesome to watch. But I think if LSU really wants to make the playoff or even win the SEC, he's got to be more polished as a passer, and we've not yet seen it yet. I will
0: say, if at any point you are thinking about placing a future on either Jaden or Jordan Travis to win the Heisman, you need to be placing it this week. Because it's a Heisman game. It, it yeah. is. This, uh, this game, even though I think the loser, if they ran the table, would be able to get into the playoff, Like this game has giant yeah. implications. It's, it, going- it, it's crazy because this, last year, it was one of the best games of the season, and I'd like it, like nobody would have expected both teams that like if you would have asked us back then like oh when they play this next season it's both these teams are in the top ten like neither one of us like we wouldn't have believed it
1: no not at all like if Jordan Travis goes out and throws four touchdowns in Elish or Florida State wins by twenty he might he's gonna be second in the Heisman odds yes like, literally the next day yes well Connor there's a bunch of other games going here I know you have way more plays than me so. Yeah, give me a four, number five, here cuz I seven, I have some written down but there's nine, nothing I really want to
0: I have 11 because I gave, gave out the two with those. So. All right,
1: so I'm probably looking around like 8ish. So open the four. The four is yours, buddy.
0: This I'll I'll get it started with probably my favorite bet of the season or of the week. I'm taking Tennessee -27 and a half against Virginia. I uh I, terrible host i didn't pull up any of the live uh, or where the odds are at it's, tw- it's still sitting at twenty seven and a half. okay i know some books have it at 28 and all over there's
1: place. there's 20 there is some 28s but there's 27 and a half yeah right
0: so find it at that 27 and a half um yeah i i think this game could be pretend like the if you want to uh outline this this would be a good game to do it um I think we're gonna find out very, very quick. Uh, this Virginia team is not very good, and I have I have a lot of faith in Tennessee. Really wanting to put on a show with Joe Milton, get like get him acclimated to being the guy in the offense. Like I know he got the starts to end this season, but like this is your first start or for the first start of the season and you have a lot of expectations. So I think they're going to put up a big number. I trust this offense. And even if they at, like, some point have to pull Joe because they're up big late, Nico's going to want to put on a show and, like, try to push for that spot, I think. So, yeah, I think we're only going to get a few times to bet on... Bet against this virginia team so might want to start doing it now before vegas catch on catches on
1: yeah we're gonna lock agreement this one i have tennessee i think numbers wise even 34 point favorites um it's in nashville so not technically at home but it's basically a home game i and i honestly don't think virginia fans are really gonna be up this year to just travel this first one maybe because they're doing like a ceremony for the Obviously, the tragedy yeah. that happened last yeah. year. Yeah,
0: I, I, that like all of that makes me hate this pick. Yes. it's just, uh, it just it's it seems like it's When it comes too to making easy. money, though, I just I'm gonna. It, do the, it I'm just gonna seems do it. like this number's just too easy.
1: No, I think Tennessee is just mountains better, and I think Virginia is probably, in my opinion, the worst Power Five school.
0: Could, I think you would agree. I, I think they could probably be.
1: between them, Northwestern, and Stanford. But so yeah, too, yeah, I'm all over twenty-seven and a half too. Um, so you took one of mine. Want me,
0: want me to get my disgusting one out of the way? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hold your nose when you bet this because we are betting the Northwestern Rutgers under 39 and a half. Yeah, we're starting off disgusting this year. Like if you know anything from listening to the show last year, I love giant overs and I love disgusting unders and we're getting it started like oh, DEFCON like 5 right now with the, how disgusting this is. I don't
1: hate that because Ruggers' defense is, was decent from a year ago. Obviously, the, Their numbers get so skewed, though, because they play Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. Every yeah,
0: year. they they play in the East. It's not fucking it's, easy. It
1: sucks. Their, num- their Their defense was way better than what the numbers said. They returned like nine guys from a season ago. I think Northwestern just fucking flat out stinks so i have Rutgers minus six and a half and i'm laying the points too i do i do like that under too i do
0: have a play on the six and a half but this one i prefer this one like oh yeah it's so disgusting that it's beautiful
1: yeah Rutgers isn't gonna light the world on fire and where's northwestern getting the
0: do you want me to keep going keep rattling them off all right uh pretty sure you won't have this one but i am taking the Western Kentucky team total over 41 and a half obviously this Western Kentucky like, we didn't really talk about them that much but they do return both uh Austin Reed and God damn it I cannot think of the quarter the wide Cooley the wide receiver they're like offensively even no matter what they have going on like they are gonna put up major major points. Oh, and I haven't even mentioned who they're playing. They are playing USF, who year in, year out, have consistently bad defenses. I know that they do return a lot of returning starters on that defense, but still, this wasn't a defense that was finishing in the bottom 120s last season. So do you really expect them to make that big of a jump? No. And this is a high-powered offense. I think this is easy. I think they get to 42, and I think they get even higher than that.
1: I mean, taking it over with Western Kentucky, get them out of the way early. Yeah, exactly. Until Vegas is like, oh, no, it's just Western Kentucky. This yeah, is, this exactly. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. And then every other week, it's going to be 49. Um, I'll take an over two here. I'm going to take Rice, Texas, over 59 points. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I thought about it. I thought about it. I don't-
0: Almost really thought about taking Texas, or I mean, not Texas, taking Rice plus the points, like little bit of a look ahead spot because we all know what's yes. coming next week.
1: Yes, um, the J T. Daniels on Rice now. Um, the is the McCaffrey brother still there?
0: Yeah, McCaffrey yeah. should. Uh, yeah yeah, 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 he's
1: still there too, wide receiver. So I think I think, Luke. I think if Rice can give me fourteen to seventeen points. Texas could get 49 themselves here. Rice's defense wasn't good from a year ago. They gave up over 35 points in seven games a year ago. I might
0: have to tail that so I have eyes on this game.
1: And Quinn Ewers is going to nope, – no mullet Quinn Ewers, but he's still able to sling that rock. Xavier Worthy's there. I can't remember – is Isaiah New
0: new uh nayor nayor the yeah, wyoming kid yeah. he's
1: actually healthy this year mm-hmm. too so he's got another toy to play with yeah
0: like like we talked about when we talked about texas and the breakdowns like probably the second best wide receiver unit in the nation may, oh, okay may, yeah all right i think well okay top five because, yeah, I, like, I mean, we already saw what USC has in Zachariah Branch. Oh, yeah, that guy's going to get football. <laughs> so damn good.
1: I'm watching that game this weekend just strictly to watch that. Uh, well, I
0: have a reason to watch this game. Okay. Because I am ta- – I, I mean, I'm just going to ride with it. It was good to me last week. I think it's going to be even better to me this week. USC team total over 51 and a half. They're playing Nevada. Nevada very bad very bad defense and also a
1: team from last year that turned the ball over a lot
0: yeah and i think uh definitely a team that like usc like it's weird to say that kind of a get right spot and this is the right team to get right against because i mean you're just going to put up whatever number you want i fully expect caleb to probably be out by by the end of the third quarter, but I think this is a situation where USC's offense can put up any number, and honestly, their defense might be able to contribute some, like, turnovers for touchdowns, maybe, I mean, honestly, you have the biggest, uh, well, I shouldn't say the biggest, a great weapon on special teams in Zachariah Branch returning punts and kicks, like, you could even get points on from him, so... Fifty-one and a half and a half team total over for USC. Love it. Bet it now before you can't.
1: Yeah, 100%. Because who knows what it's going to be for all the rest of the non-con for USC. Um, I know you have this one, but I'm going to take it from you anyway. I'm laying the points with the Buckeyes, buddy.
0: I will say, though, there's a couple of places to have it. Yes, I do have a bet on it, but this is also one of those uh, no-sweat bets. Honestly, if you... If you're like us and it's hard to bet on your team, if you have the ability to have a no-sweat bet and use it on your own team, go ahead and do it. And that's kind of what I'm doing here. But also, I think McCord's really going to want to show something, and obviously I think Ohio State wants to show a lot. So
1: yeah, well, then even when McCourt isn't in the game, if they get up by a lot, I don't know how Ryan Day is going to do it. When Devin Brown comes in, he's obviously going to want to flex his muscle, too. So the offense is going to continue to hum. <laughs> well, so
0: here, like, here's the thing is like you think when they pull the wide receivers like you're pulling Marvin Harrison and Emeka Buka, probably Julian Fleming. Well, here comes three. Of but here guard. comes like Carnell Tate, Brandon Innes, Noah Rogers, Jalen Ballard. Like they're like, obviously, they're still going to have talent no matter uh who they throw out there, even at, at running back, if they want to take out Trey, want to take out Mayan. Well, here's Dallin Hayden, here's Chip Train 'em, here's Evan Pryor. Like that is the thing about Ohio State's offense is like you could take the first unit out, and oh, here's uh probably the. Okay, I can't I can't use the old thing that I used to say where like Ohio State's uh, number two unit is probably the second best offensive unit in the Big Ten, probably not anymore, but still. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I'm just super curious of what this line, how, why this is the lines this way. Because I mean, 56 well, 14 so, last year.
0: So obviously, me being the OSU guy, I know that there is a lot of talk about the defensive core or the defensive play caller for Indiana has worked with Jim Knowles. So, a very well knowledge. Good luck, and oh, yeah. he's and he's, but also they're from the sounds of it are just gonna be blitzing a lot. So I mean, kind of a situation where like, go ahead and blitz. We'll just run slants with Marvin Harrison and Mecca yeah. Buka and trying
1: to match up one on one with Ohio State's wide receiving course. Tell me how that works. Yeah, yeah, but it makes no sense. They won by forty two last year, forty seven the year before. I think Indiana's worse. Xander DMI isn't walking through that building and running, rattling off 80-yard runs. Like, this Indiana team stinks. I The defense for Ohio State should be better too, so I don't know if Indiana's scoring more than seven. And Ohio State's walking off the bus and score 49. Easy. So, I, yeah, give me Ohio State. All
0: right, so I'll knock out two from one game. Uh, I will be taking the over 58-and-a-half in the washington boise state game this is a game that i'm gonna have a lot of eyes on obviously i love i love both these teams to win their respective conferences i actually have bets on both of them to win their respective conferences and like i think this is a game that like it's, it, it, it has the potential to be back and forth while i love washington i am able to admit there are some chinks in the armor on defense and so i think tail green and boise state will be able to put up points and but at the same time, Washington, like you said, second best wide receiving core in the nation. Michael Penix. They're gonna be throwing the ball all over place and putting up points. That is why I am also taking the Washington first half team total over seventeen and a half. I don't think I don't see them kicking field goals. I just see them putting up touchdowns. Like is it? I think it's going to be easy for them to have three touchdowns by halftime. Just quick, easy win.
1: So we're gonna have three plays on this game because I'm going to take the points with Washington. Didn't love it at fifteen and a half when it opened, but it is down to fourteen now. And I don't, I don't, I think the name Boise State is giving a lot of people, just like casual betters, the reason to hammer on them. Fourteen is a lot of points. It is two touchdowns, and we need a little more than that. But I mean, Michael Penix is like a guy and i think with a crowd of the husks at, at the game at washington everybody's gonna be there the place is gonna be rocking and boise state gave had some games last year where they gave up more than like 30 points like four or five times boise state or boise state um oregon state put up 34 against them last year with some bum at quarterback uh north texas put a bunch of points up on them by like a 29 year old quarterback I get Taylor Green's really good, and this Boise State offense is really good, but trying to get into a track meet with Washington is not a good sign. This is an offense this defense has never seen before. So I'm thinking more of like a 42-21 kind of game here. Let me get the cover. That would be my score prediction.
0: As long as they have 21 before half.
1: Yeah, they had 29 before half. Okay. I don't know how they got to 29, but they did.
0: <laughs> how do you even get to
1: It's like a, who used to do that? Boomer on NFL. <laughs> you had score predictions, and like how did they get – 25 points I don't know yeah he'd always do that all
0: right um I'll save that one for you to take uh all right bet that I think is the right play but I if I'm wrong I'll be all right with it I guess uh TCU minus 20 and a half I mean I really what you hear it no I didn't
1: Coming. Oh God! That's <laughs> always forgets. Every friend's we coming.
0: Yeah, coming next year. Um, here's the thing. I love Colorado. Love Dion. I just I don't know what to expect from this team. There's gonna be a lot of moving parts. Like all we really know is that the Colorado's quarterback is a dog, and their corners are dogs and one of their corners is probably their best wide receiver. Yeah. That's literally all we know. If you say you know anything else about this Colorado team, you're uh, you must cover the team.
1: 81 of their 90 players are new. Exactly. That is insane.
0: Exactly. The most players grabbed out of the transfer portal, like I know it hasn't been long, but still, like everything about this team is new. I I will love Colorado next season but just i i think tcu has a point to prove after last season they also hit the portal and filled a lot of the spots that they did lose it from that experienced team and obviously chandler morris won this job last season got hurt in the colorado game and then max duggan took off so yeah hate it because i do love colorado but I think it's the right play.
1: Yeah, I do too, but I want nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, totally I get it.
1: Nothing. I just want to watch the game and enjoy it.
0: I'm giving myself a reason to watch the game.
1: All right, Connor. I'm going to take us to our, your favorite place in the world. I'm going to take us to Ann Arbor here, <clears throat> where Michigan what a whore. hosts the ECU Pirates. And, Connor, I can tell you one thing.
0: We in the in the
1: I hate you.
0: I really hate you. Ah, I love.
1: That. I heard. I found this one. I heard. Saw this on Twitter, and I'm like, I gotta find a play in this game because I want to play this drop. This is from the '91 ECU team that was 11 and one, and they might have even claimed a national championship. I can't remember. Probably, but I have a play in this game, and it's disgusting, and it's minus 130. So I'm preface that it's not. It's not a 115 or anything. ECU team total over on DraftKings minus 130 is six and a half. Michigan has been known to like step off the gas pedal a lot. And I know that defense is.
0: It's all. What was the trend we were betting last year? Uh, opponent playing Michigan first half.
1: They can get me seven points. I need one touchdown, and I think that's... I love it. Take a six and a half. And I had to play that drop for you, so... Hey, will you
0: stop it?
1: Listen to those lyrics.
0: You have a problem. All right. Uh. Well, if you're going to do something that annoys me, I'm about to do something that annoys you. And meet, meet, motherfuckers. UTSA oh, minus one and a half.
1: I was literally, that was like, I had a list of drops I wanted to get for today, and I totally forgot. I,
0: I, I well, I never said anything yeah, that I liked. Yeah, uh, So, obviously, they're playing Houston. This was a very close game last season. Pretty sure it went into overtime. I can't fully remember. Either way. I think it
1: was double overtime.
0: Either way, yeah. UTSA damn near returns the whole team. Houston lost literally everyone. It, well, I shouldn't say everyone. Lost a lot. So I don't think like these teams I, I think I don't understand why this number is where it's at. I honestly thought UTSA would be closer to a touchdown than closer to a pick'em. I just yeah. Riding with UTSA minus one and a half. Take the one that we both have.
1: I don't know if I put that on one of my locks though.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, okay, well, then I'll end up taking it next, but go ahead with your All next All right, part.
1: this one, again, this one was not for the music that I'm about to play. Oh, Jesus. But, man, Connor, I, I, I'm i going to do it. Country roads, Give I me the points with the Mountaineers. I
0: pray to God that to the on, on Tuesday's episode, I we are able to fucking glare this but at the same time i don't know like i just the I, fact that it, it's weird that that no, i have watched that line literally all week it has not gone over the 21 yet it I mean there's st- a reason for that but it it's stuck at the 20 and a half it has not moved what so fucking yeah.
1: i'm going to hold off until kick to bet it like damn near right before the game started but, man, I tell you, all offseason, West Virginia has heard nothing but how bad this team is, how they're going to be the worst team in the Big 12. They might be one of the worst Power 5 schools. Like I don't think they were nearly as bad as like what they, the record showed last year. They should have beat Pitt last year.
0: I will tell you that uh, our West Virginia insider has no idea who the starting quarterback going to be.
1: It's probably going to be green, right?
0: I don't know because Marisol is – highly touted and it's kind of like well if you don't play him you might lose him. Uh, uh, obviously that's always a tough pill to swallow but, or tough like thing to navigate.
1: Here's I know I understand Planet Happy Valley's tough but my biggest thing is I'm just
0: you don't I, like Penn State.
1: I'm getting a little it's getting it's getting frustrating. It's like there's like legit people picking them to, To make the playoff like if you're not Mm -hmm. doing it if you generally believe it I think there's a problem if you're doing it for clicks I totally get it yeah but like what is they have they showed you and just look up and down the rosters like how are you picking them to go ahead of Ohio State or Michigan I just I think it's kind of a joke and Drew Aller, when he was in limited time last year kind of looked like a bum kind of looked like Christian Appenberg I put a tweet out and it was picture of um Drew Aller and a guy rubbing his glasses and there's Christian Hackenberg because that's who he is. That's who he reminded me a lot of. Your star rating's not everything. And I don't think it's West Virginia team, West Virginia team is as bad, nearly as bad as what everybody thinks. They're not winning this football game, but they're going to hang him inside that 20 and a half. But I would say, again, Previs, I would hold until like 20 minutes before kick to really fire in anything because you might get that 21.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'll take the play that I thought... You're kind of on the same side, I think. You just won't give it out because you stink. Uh this was kind of like the Nebraska line. I was like, "Are we sure this team is ten seven and a half points fate or seven and a half point favorites?" That and this one lines it a little bit different, but are we sure that Temple is ten and a half points? Oh, I have this better than okay. Akron. I thought we were talking about something else, sorry. No, th- yeah, this is the play. Akron plus ten and a half. Are we sure they are that much worse than Temple? I don't know if I fully believe it. Uh, I know that Temple kind of started to hit their stride near the end of the season with uh, Kurt Warner. I think it's uh, EJ Warner, mm. but Kurt Warner's son. But still, this has been a Temple team that has not been the same since Matt Rule ended up leaving them. And they have been struggling year in, year out. And, like, I know Akron's in the MAC. don't play the best competition, but Kenny Irons is not a bad quarterback. And shout out to all of our Akron fans that somehow you, like. They love me. They, yeah, they fully embrace Cody. Dude,
1: they keep bringing in all these, like, P5 castaways. They bring in um, Linagara from Florida. He was literally the Gatorade Player of the Year in high school in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. which that's a state that's, like, that's legit. Yeah. Like, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Just didn't pan out in Florida. Like, I I like irons a lot, and week one, I don't – like, I know um, Warner, like, kind of picking back on what you were saying, Warner towards the end of the season was kind of hit his stride and was throwing the ball around. This is week one of a season we haven't played in a while. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if Akron's going to win this game – I might look, a, like, maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line, but they're going to be inside that 10 points. Yeah. So, I, I like that one, too. How many more do you got left?
0: One more. Just one more. Um, I, Saving the best for last.
1: I got one more, too. So, do you want me to go first, and then yeah. you can... Yeah. You go first. I'm taking South Alabama, plus six and a half.
0: Oh, you're taking my team.
1: Is that your play?
0: No, 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 no. The, I... I was so tempted. I wish the number got to seven, oh, yeah. seven and a half. I I, ob- obviously love the South Alabama team. At the same time, I do love Tulane. I didn't want to give it out as an official play, but I do have a play on the over in that game. Okay. I think both offenses are going to be able to put up points. Obviously, like Tulane lost a lot of their best player or a lot of the stars off of that uh, defense. South Alabama returns so damn much. But I, that has been a very trendy pick. I just wasn't ready to pull the trigger on it. But I mean, I think it's a good pick.
1: I mean, no more Tajay Spears. I understand Pratt's mm-hmm. back. Top two receivers are gone from a year ago. Um, South Alabama re- returns seventy-seven percent of the roster from exactly. last year. A ten and three team,
0: like in the top five of returning production. Yeah,
1: and Carter Bradley is a—he's a damn good football player. And guess what? The Sun Belt isn't the Sun Belt of ten years ago. Like the Sun Belt is a damn good. It's a one of the better uh, G5 conferences, too.
0: Yeah, it's up there with the AAC. Yeah. Now so, that, like, Cincinnati, UCF and them are gone.
1: And again, I think we already talked about this. I I know people tell you not to do it. If it's 6.5, I'm buying a half a point. It's taking at it 7. I'll give it yeah. a pick out at 6.5. Just mm-hmm. buy the goddamn half a point. Unless you're betting $1,000 on games where the even, significant drop is a decent amount of money.
0: Even though I would hold off... Until closer to kickoff because I think the name Tulane after what they did last season is going to push it over that seven, maybe even to the seven and a half that we're kind of hoping for. But yeah, a lot of people aren't going to know South Alabama is in the top five of returning production and they're just going to see the name Tulane hold off and then see if you get a better number.
1: I think there's a pretty good chance they're a live dog in this game too. So, mm-hmm. I will probably be bet- taking a little bit of money on the money line too.
0: Last pick for me and we're ending it on Monday. Duke plus 13 and a half against the Clemson Tigers. I couldn't do it. Oh, I can do, I couldn't it. do it. I can do it a thousand fucking times. I lo- I wish I would have gotten it cuz w- what was it to open?
1: 15. Fifteen and a half. Oh, look it up. Keep going.
0: But yeah, I wish I could have gotten it then. I w- I'm hoping that m- I have it at thirteen and a half. I think they still cover it. it but was 15, for- by the way, but either way, this Duke team is different. This isn't your dad's Duke team. Duke no, football. It's not.
1: Team. And my girl goes, dude. He. I hope – I don't know how they're going to be able to do it, but, like, I would love him to stay at Duke, but he's going to get a good job soon.
0: And I can't remember. There was – wasn't it DJ's first start was on, like, a Monday, played Georgia Tech in – in I think it was in Atlanta.
1: I don't know if it was – no, that wasn't the was – I remember being at the Delaware County Fair during that game where it was, like, 13-9. Yeah,
0: it was... Wait, or did they lose? No, they didn't lose. Hold on, I'm trying to... Are we sure
1: they didn't lose?
0: No, they... No, they... uh, Or did they? Hold on. Now I got you thinking here. Yeah.
1: Any chance you're going to sprinkle anything on that money line? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. You have them in the parlay. I forgot.
0: Yeah, there is a parlay that I have going. I can't can't pull up their uh, schedule. But either way, I just... What I was going to try to go at was... Clemson plays these Monday uh, week one games other than or no, it was. I think it was last season because their first season they opened up with uh, Georgia. Who? Clemson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was last season they opened up with Georgia Tech and it was just flat out. Not good.
1: I got to pull it up here. So they played last year on September 5th. It was opening day. That was not it. I can tell you that right now. What was it? 41 to 10. It was back in 2021. It was 14-8. Clemson.
0: Okay. Either way, I'm an idiot. But, nevertheless, I love this play. I love this Duke team. If I wasn't wearing the FSU shirt right now, I'd be wearing my Duke shirt. I, like, I think that it's going to take a little bit. For this Clemson offense to fully click, obviously Cade has to learn a brand new system with uh, Garrett Riley in there now. This Duke team returns a lot of returning production. Mike Elko in a second year after he had a very, very quick turnaround at Duke. I just love this play so much. I've loved it as long as I've loved the FSU play.
1: Yeah, I... Obviously a Duke guy here, but I I can't bring myself to bet it. I just the problem is, is like I like obviously Duke is really good and they had a really good season. Yeah, last I know. Year. You're
0: but concerned about like the level of confidence. You just
1: look like if you look at the rosters, like Clemson should beat the shit out of Duke. Yeah. But somehow this Duke team is just good. And Mike mm-hmm. Elko is a really good coach. But I will say though, caveat to that is like Riley Leonard's better than Ked Kulbeck. Yeah. Someone uh, can fight me on. As, that. It, I don't as care.
0: it as it sits right now. Yes. like C- Cade could be the more talented quarterback at the end of things. But as of right now, Leonard's the better quarterback.
1: Like, honestly, I, do, I, don't, I don't want to list quarterbacks. So I don't want to do anything. We're going to get out we of here. We already but, did it. I mean, he's not really a household name to, like, the casual college football fan, I don't no. think. But, like, Riley Leonard's probably top 15-ish quarterback in college. Potentially, yes. Definitely top 20. Mm-hmm. Like this, kid can play. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm and not that's gonna.
0: That's why I'm taking them to cover against Clemson, and honestly, like sprinkle a money line.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I that you know what? that's probably what I'm just gonna do is just do a money line sprinkle on it because I that's <sighs> my team though. I don't really enjoy doing that that much.
0: Yeah. but I do, especially <laughs> when they're your team.
1: Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I hope they win. But all right, week one. Everybody have a good weekend here, and
0: don't under. blow your bankroll. It's week one. It is week one. We're out of here. Peace.